Welcome back, introvert fam, to another episode of the State Introverted Podcast. I am your host, Jay Coleman. And I am Steph Lafayette. Once again, we just thank you for joining us on this on this ride that we're that we're both on in this podcasting world. So, Steph, I don't know if you've been kind of paying any attention to you know these trends going on on social media because there's always a trend going on on, on social media. Uh, but apparently, for the last couple of weeks, there's been something called boy math. Uh, All right, interesting. So I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I live under a rock when it comes to social media trends. Honestly, not even just social media trends. I live under a rock when it comes to trends in general. So, um, I don't know if that's if that's just how I've always been. If I'm just you know I'm I go against the grain. Or if I'm just a little bit weird, but you're going to have to tell me what boy math is, just like you're probably always going to have to tell me about any trends. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so boy math actually started from girl math and girl math, uh, in my opinion, and if you have any, any uh, lady introverts out here out there, just correct me if I'm wrong. But my understanding of girl math was that it was kind of a, a tongue-in-cheek way that women use to, you know, justify big ticket spending. You know, it, it, it was always meant to just be sort of, you know, funny things. But apparently the boys uh, caught one of it and decided to uh, give their two cents. Are we surprised? We're not surprised, but we are kind of <laughs> we are kind of disappointed um, because we, we tend to forget how much ammo the girlies have on us. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we're 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 a little disappointed, but we're laughing though, right? Because we are entertained by it. Correct. Disappointed, but not surprised. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the the boys decided to have um some fun and talk about what girl math really is, and the girls responded in kind, and whoo, boy, did they respond! So they they have been going. They've been going in on on the boys. Um, we're not gonna. <laughs> you can Google boy mapping to to see just how uh how strong of a clapback the girlies have. But it kind of got me to thinking um, about this trend and is there such a thing as in- introvert math? You know, what are some sort of quirky things that we do that make sense to us? 100 but maybe not so much to non-introverts so interesting i love it i i love i kind of love where you're going with this um but before we even um get into what introvert math could look like what it is what we think it is um i actually was having a conversation with my sister over the weekend um while we were in florida and I asked her, like, what, what's up with the whole uh, girl math, boy math thing? She's like, are you asking me about a trend? Like, you? Are you sure? Um, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to know what it is because we're about to record a podcast episode about it. So she filled me in on so many hilarious examples. So I'm really excited to see where we take this episode with talking about introvert math because... Girl math had me cackling. Um, 
one of the examples that she used was with calories. So she said, you know, if the food doesn't touch the plate, the calories don't count. And I'm like, I relate to that so hard. So all weekend long, we're like, oh, if I eat this piece of cake, I'm from someone else's plate. It doesn't count, right? (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing all types of ground mouth all weekend long. And you see, that's, and it's awesome because like it's, again, my opinion is it was meant to just to be funny. You know, just these funny kind of quirky things that um, we say girls, but I think anybody can sort of relate to. Absolutely. Um, That's why the boys had to jump in on it because it's fun. Yeah, but no, they just weren't, (laughs) they they just weren't prepared. Yeah. You know, thousands of years of patriarchy and misogyny just (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! It just makes for a hell of a, of a comeback, and boy, <laughs> did the girls come back! Like, I love it. <laughs> well, we're, we can't just go on and let the the extroverted boys and girls have their fun now, can we? We have to yeah. jump in on the introvert mouth. We might as well. Yes. So, <laughs> what am I? What are my uh, introvert maths are? Introvert math is not wanting to go, but wanting to be invited. Oh. What do you think? Oh, how I relate to math. <laughs> uh, but I want to hear your take on that first. Fair enough. So, I, in general, I like being invited to, to things, to events, and to places. I think it's it is a good feeling that, you know, someone thought of you enough to say, Hey, I want to invite Jay to six flags, or I want to invite Jay to this, this party or this shindig. And it, it, it is a really good feeling. And like, I definitely appreciate that. I just don't want to go. Because it's not just the going, it's, you know, introverts are very in tune with their social batteries and their inner energy level. And so Well well, we're not always in tune with that. I'm well, always in okay. tune with it. I forget that I run out. But I see what you mean. <laughs> okay. This introvert is very in tune with his social battery and energy level. <laughs> An introvert should be in tune with their social battery. Yeah. Exactly. Hundred percent. <laughs> speaking of, of this introvert in particular i am now doing like all these internal calculations introvert math another form of introvert math trying to figure out okay am i going to have enough energy to you know after plan plan and enough i gotta plan to get there i gotta you know how many people am i gonna have to talk to how long am i gonna have to, have to talk to people are there going to be people i don't know there probably will be if I stand in the corner and kind of just staying to myself, are people going to think I'm I'm being rude? So now I got to go, you know, make small talk so that people don't think I'm rude. Um, <laughs> how do I get out? How do I get out of said small talk? If exactly. It's awkward. Uh, <laughs> you know, what do I got? You know, how much time do I got to stay there before I can just dip? You know, do I, do I got to say bye to anybody? Is there someone that's kind of like an, an unofficial door monitor scene who comes in and out 
and they're gonna you know make a big deal about me leaving early you know so just all these things that all these things that go into you know coming to play and going around in my head and i was like i don't really want all that stress so again i appreciate the invite i just don't want to go and I, I do like being invited to places because there is that one in one in ten chance that I will show up. You know, that's why I, right. I, I like being invited. Um, but just, <laughs> it's just, 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 just know uh, to my friends out there, if you invite me to something or somewhere, there's a nine out of ten chance that I will not go. But just you know, hang on for that one that that one time out of ten, I'll be there. <laughs> I'll probably leave early with a with a with a plate a plate of food to go but I'll be there. There you go. So I'm curious, do you, so I hate flaking out. So my biggest issue is I say yes way too fast. So I'm curious if you kind of leave every invitation with a maybe just so that you don't have to back out later or do you say yes and then you just, you say yes knowing that you're going to back out or do you say maybe and kind of just leave a little mystery about you? So I like to say I've evolved <laughs> in, in, my, <laughs> in my flicking out. <laughs> this has definitely been uh, an evolution of different stages. Um, yes, I, I used to say yes immediately um, and then fig- try to figure out slash panic about some way to back out of right. without looking like a flaker or someone who's, who's flaking. right. And then I kind of, I would say yes with all, with all intent, you know, intentions of, of showing up. And sometimes I, I show up, but still mm-hmm. end up flaking out. Um, right. So, so now what I do is I actually do, I'll just say, let me think about it. You know, or or maybe I'll give okay. a, I'll give a, a very quick maybe, right? Um, and if someone and immediately change the subject, so they immediately forget that you have the conversation. No, I mean I don't. I'm not I'm kidding. kidding. I I, I, I <laughs> but no, no. But I mean, I have I have done that. But I'll just say maybe. Um, and I'll you know if someone presses, I may give them a quick primer on introversion but for the most part that's one way to make them regret they act yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say maybe and just you know, say yeah, I gotta check my schedule or check what I'm doing that day and I'll just you know I, I'll ask when do you need to know, when do you need an answer you know sometimes uh-huh. RSVP by a certain a certain time I think it's fair right. to um, give an answer during Absolutely. that timeline. I may want to actually go, but you know, by the day of or the day before, I'm just tired because of something totally unrelated. And right now, I've given this this commitment or this. You know, I, I've told somebody I, I'm going to come, and now I gotta be like, well, I'm not, and this and, and it's not a uh, an emergency like you know, someone's in the hospital. It's just because I'm I'm I don't have energy and like not. A lot of not introverts understand just how serious that is. They just think, "Oh yeah, you're flaking out," and it's it's not that at all. So I I really I, I'm in I'm in the the strong maybe camp. Okay. When I when I get not... when I get invites, because to me that's just, that's just the safest way to be. Like I'm I'm not 
putting myself out there too much. I, I'm not leading anybody on. Uh, right. Or, there you go. Yeah. And I don't have to make any uh, high. And that's another thing, you know, when you do cancer, now you got to give a, you know, call somebody. Oh my God. I'd rather just go. <laughs> exactly. I'd rather just, just, just show up and dip in five minutes just to avoid a phone call. The freaking mental gymnastics to have to try to get out of something that you said yes to. And when in reality, nobody actually probably cares. Like if you just say, hey, you know, something came up. As long as you're not always that person. Like the mental gymnastics to try to come up with a, a reason is like so not worth the hassle. <laughs> and, I, and I know some of you, some of you introverts are talking about, what do you mean phone call? I would just text them. Yeah. Oh, they, God. And then they call you. And now you're done yeah. oh, for the for the for the next two days. <laughs> yeah. And then you, you literally have to just turn your phone on. Like it it is like the amount of energy that goes into canceling or backing out on a plan, it takes a whole lot less time and energy to just go to the damn thing for an hour, to be honest. Yes. And that is often what I find myself uh in the situation. I'm like, oh, why did I say yes to this? Um, like I love this person, but like I just don't have the energy to go. But I really don't have the energy to back out. And oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, you know there is that one that one in ten chance that I will go. And, and I do think, as much as I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of all those social engagements and social events. I, I do think. It is important that you, you know, you, you do show up at least once. You know, someone did. You, you got prove that you're alive. Well, exactly. <laughs> proof of life. I'm breathing. Yeah, but but also, I I try very hard not to, not to be an asshole, and you know, I really, do, I really do appreciate when folks invite me because again, it 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 shows that even if just just for that that event or or that trip or whatever that. They say, hey, you know, I, I I want Jay, I would like Jay to to attend. So like to me, that that means something. You know? And maybe right. they don't view it that way, but but I do. Like it, it just, um, I I appreciate that. Um, so I, I definitely do think you you should show up at, at least once or a couple of times. Just you know, just because it, they took the time to invite you. Like they didn't they didn't have to do to do that. They could have just left you out. <laughs> you know, they could have just left you out. hundred yeah. percent. So. To any of my friends who's listening right now, this doesn't mean to stop extending the invitation. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. I, I. I hope I'm not scaring my friends away from inviting me. Even if I, you know, if I say yes, um, I'm gonna probably show up. If I say maybe, I'm gonna show up if I end up saying yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my problem is that I just often say yes to way too many things way too fast without remembering that I am an introvert who literally runs out of batteries if I if I actually attend all of these things that I say yes to. Um, so I need to kind of take a leaf out of your book, I think, and just remember that, you know, one single weekend is, is a lot. <laughs> um even two things a month is a lot for me. 
And so I don't need to fill up every single space, like white calendar space in my calendar just um, just because I was invited. But you actually bring up a, a, a very good point um, as, as far as how, how many events or activities you can stand or tolerate. I think it's important that each introvert knows their limit. Right. You know, for some people, one activity a week is enough. For some, one activity a month is enough. You have to, Absolutely. Figure, you have to figure that out. And you can't, you can or you shouldn't let other people try to influence that. Like, don't, you know, Absolutely. peer pressure is real. Like, you know, peer pressure is definitely real because, you know, People want people want to see you. They want to you know. They want to hang out with you. And for some reason, people just love and, and gravitate towards introverts. I don't know. We're just we're cool like that. You know, people. Love well, we always have such a great conversation. We have so much perspective to offer. So much humor to offer. Of course, they want to hang out with us. <laughs> yeah, and we do. We just can't do it for long. Like right? you get five good minutes out of me and then it's like right <laughs> you know then i'm gone then i gotta go to the bathroom to recharge whether i'm at work or in a social situation like yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta recharge <laughs> exactly <laughs> so it's, it's just it's very important to to know your limitations and really to try very hard not to succumb to, to peer pressure because i mean they you know your friends your family mean well but nobody knows you nobody understands you like you do um, and maybe explain why to the to the people that it's worth explaining to. Um, but yeah, just you really gotta know your limitations as far as how much social engagement you can take before your social battery and your energy runs out. That's something that I had to learn the hard way many <laughs> many times. I'm I'm still learning. You know, I, I think I can do a couple of social activities in a week and my battery is my, my battery is like, sir, what, what have you forgotten? <laughs> like, like, allow me to remind you, let me just drain all this energy right now in the middle of your conversation. Oh my God. I totally had that happen. Um, Right, and I, I think it also changes, like, in different seasons. Like, I'm convinced that, like, when the sun is shining, when the weather's warm, like, my battery does not run out nearly as quickly. Just because, like, my spirits are up. I love summertime. I love being warm. Um, Around certain people, my battery doesn't drain out nearly as quickly. Um, if I've had like a really busy week. So like I know during the fall, I'm really pushing myself because work is always so crazy. So I think also kind of just being aware of like how your body and your energy changes, like when you're in different seasons of your life, I think that's super important. Yeah, I think that makes a that makes total sense because I think that that happened to me, like in, in the summertime. This, this young lady that I'm that I'm dating went out, hung out the entire day. Right. Uh, went to like a the state fair, um, and came you know came back, watched some TV, and you know we were cool. This past weekend, her and I hung winter out. is coming. Yeah, so I'm like, I know, <laughs> for two hours, 
we went to the mall, which is again. For, for, oh my god! Well, well, that was your first issue. First issue, <laughs> you know, went to the went to the mall, you know, walked around for a couple of hours. She had to get you know her stuff. We got some some stuff for her, for her little dog. Came home, both of us took a nap. Oh my gosh, I love it. Well, at least you're both introverts, so neither of you has to explain. But yeah, I mean, like in the winter, it's just uh, there's something about winter time that maybe I have less to say. Maybe my body's just like trying to keep me warm and just doesn't have the energy to to make me all perky and fun around other people. I don't know what it is, but um, my social interactions during the winter, it's like you like if I'm gonna get out of hibernation. In the winter time, it better be for something really freaking good. <laughs> um, <laughs> my battery, my battery just does not charge nearly as efficiently, and it does not stay charged as efficiently in the winter time. Yeah, I, th- I think that that is definitely a thing. Uh, let me ask you this though: speaking of, of, of winter, do you find yourself like getting either sleepier or? more sleepy or or drained like as the sun goes down so like if, if the sun goes down <laughs> I, at like five my battery goes down. <laughs> i'm like uh-oh the sun is setting at 3 p.m here i go down to go to bed like what is this what is 4 15 i'm 100 100 i think that like there's definitely a correlation a, a correlation uh, a correlation <laughs> between um like my available energy and how high the sun up the sun is in the sky 100 <laughs> percent. yeah i for the longest time i didn't think so but i like i've been around and dated folks who yeah as, as soon as sunset comes they are in the bed well i'm convinced it, it be- you're your body's using that energy for like, like to keep you warm, to keep you from like falling asleep. I think winter just makes me more tired. So like it, it's my body's working overtime. So a social interaction is like a bonus that is available to me in the summer. <laughs> but when I'm in survival mode, it's like my body's like, no, no, we gotta go home like now. And if you don't go home, I'm gonna shut down on you and make you go home. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm curious how it's gonna be though for me this winter because I have actually decreased. Um, I- I'm really not drinking nowadays. Mm-hmm. Because I find that alcohol just makes me even more tired. It makes me oddly really awkward in social situations. I, I'm like just noticing this now. I'm like more solid and more on when I'm sober. Um, which brings me to another introvert math that we're going to have to get to in a minute. But I'm curious if I will be able to maintain a higher level of energy in social situations this winter. Now that I'm really cutting back on alcohol. Hmm. So I will be reporting that in a future episode. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, I'm definitely curious to, to hear that. I mean, it's I a depressant, right? So it, it, Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't drink, so I, I can. Okay. I, I, I honestly wouldn't know. All right. Fair enough. Well, I'll have to be the. Uh, 
the um the guinea pig for both of us. <laughs> I drank a lot last winter and I'm wondering if maybe I actually drank a lot in all winters. So I'm curious if maybe that will remove the lack of energy that I feel during the winter time by not drinking. It's possible. It's possible. We'll have to you guys will have to tune in to find out. <laughs> Yes. Welcome to Team Sober. Oh, I love it. I'm actually a lot more fun sober. Who would have thought? I mean, I just I just look at myself like I'm I'm a fool. And I I don't drink, so I I can I can only imagine. Have you always not drunk or is this like something that came later? Um, I've never liked the taste of alcohol. I just Okay. It it just yeah, I just never um liked it now i think the reason that i don't like the taste of alcohol has something to do with the fact that i was scarred as, as a wee lad and i was about four or five okay. so um so let's i'll share this story real quick and then we can get into your 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 your, your introvert math um, i already forgot that one <laughs> of course <laughs> But so, I do want to hear the story. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I should have written it down. <laughs> this is why I am a note taker. Yeah, this is why. But like, I swear, I'm like ten second Tom. It's so bad. If you've ever seen Fifty First Dates, you know what I'm referring to. <laughs> but so I was hanging out with with my father, who uh, who he he drank. Um, I think, and I believe his. Drinks of choice were, you know, Budweiser, as far as beer, and I believe mm-hmm. Smart Off. I think I guess I, I got the Smart Off of Abaca. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, um, I know that. Well, <laughs> no worries. But, uh, <laughs> but he he liked to mix drinks, and that's kind of where I get my my okay of mixing. Like I, I, I'll mix Sprite and whatever um but he would tend to mix you know vodka uh smirnoff and orange juice uh, okay or... i thought you were gonna say smirnoff and budweiser like no wonder you hate the taste of alcohol jesus he, he probably did um <laughs> at some point but, nasty. yeah it, it, yeah but he would mix budweiser and sprite which i don't know is any better um so one day, you know, I'm crawling on the floor as, you know, four or five year olds do. And I see a can of Sprite on the floor because my dad also also had a habit of putting his drinks on the floor where okay. young children could, you know, access them. Oh, boy. Yeah. So I'm, you know, crawling on the floor playing with my toys and I see this can of Sprite or what I think is Sprite. And I crawl over and, you know, t- take a sip of the Sprite, or what I thought was Sprite. Um, spoiler alert, it was not only Sprite. It was Sprite <laughs> and, like, the devil's water holes. Like, it just... Oh, God. <laughs> like, it, it, it felt like my mouth was, was burning, and it, it's like I, I couldn't even comprehend the taste. It, it just... Right. It, it just, it, it, it tasted like shock and disappointment. In pain, all in one, 
and that's oh my gosh yeah and i realized years later that's that's it's because of poor budweiser and and i just (laughs) you know from from that like that point on I, i just was not a fan of alcohol okay wow yeah because i you know i i had i obviously had sprite later in life and realized that okay that's not how Sprite is supposed to taste. Right. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, it's not supposed to taste like your mouth is on fire. That's not what... That's not how most people drink it. Not how they drink it. That's not... I don't think that's the intended purpose of Coca-Cola's, you know, Sprite line. Um, but, yeah, I just I just was not a fan of alcohol. And again, I've tried at various points in my right. life. Right. I've, I've tried... Um, I've tried, tried to like it, but yeah, I've, I've, I've tried low, which probably isn't the quiet taste, but right, uh, yeah, I've, yeah. It I've, took me a while to to like wine, so I hear yeah, what you're saying. It's just, it's just not my thing. I don't, I just, I don't get down on the taste of alcohol. I don't, I don't like like for me the aftertaste of alcohol. That's um, awesome. Yeah, so I kind of wish I had a story like that. That unfortunately, <laughs> I really had to learn the hard way. Um, <laughs> I I used to have a lot to drink, um, you know, for years. Like I I went to a big rah rah college, um, and for years I told myself that alcohol made me turn me into fun stuff, but then I realized that I was just using that as, like, a way to fit in. And that was fine for a while. I still liked it. Um, But lately, I just, this past couple months, the past year, I'm just like, you know what? I wonder what I'm like without it. And it turns out I'm actually, I feel better the next day. I feel better even while I'm there. And once I was able to get over the initial, like, are people are going to think I'm weird if I'm out and about and not having a drink? Once I was able to get over that, I was able to just, you know, actually have fun. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm never going to drink again. Like, for me and my social life, that's probably not realistic. Um, but for now, I'm just taking a break and kind of seeing if that really helps. Well, that's well. That's awesome. I, I do think that's that's awesome. I'm curious to see how how it works out. Once you know, we'll t- yeah, me we'll, too. We'll check in on a on a future episode. <laughs> Can't promise I'll I'll be like sober stuff forever, but right now, like I I had a, a drink or two on Saturday. Actually, probably more than a drink or two. But that was only because I was not feeling well, and the the um. The day quill was not doing anything. So I'm like, maybe if I just numb my face. <laughs> horrible, horrible idea. I would not recommend. <laughs> I felt so bad. Um, Zero stars. <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I, it, I think it made me sicker. I don't know. Certainly did not make my day more fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where sober stuff takes us in terms of energy levels. Awesome. Well, that was a total tangent. Um, <laughs> how did how did we end up here? <laughs> like what? I don't know. I think we took a turn somewhere at like 
me actually coming to an event one time out of ten. And what a detour. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Let's actually get into one of your introvert math examples, which I, I actually like this one. Okay. Which one? Ask, asking lots of questions so I don't have to talk about myself. <laughs> okay. So I guess that means that I understood the assignment. I understood the trend. Because um, remember I was texting you, I was like, I don't know if I'm understanding this correctly. <laughs> um, but awesome. I'm glad that that made sense. So... In our last episode, the networking one, I said that a great trick to um, to really be a great networker is to ask people about themselves. Lots of open, open-ended questions, you know, really try to reflect their answers back at them, get to know them. And yes, that is a great networking tool because people do like to talk about themselves, but that is also slightly an introvert trick. <laughs> so it is a like killing two birds with one stone. Great for networking and it gets the um the attention off of you. So I love it. <laughs> I I like it too. And honestly, this is something that I do a lot <laughs> when I when I am to, talking to folks because yeah, you know, one I prefer I prefer to listen um, as opposed to talk in conversations, and I just realized that a great way to I don't I don't want to say trick, but you know, have people think that I'm engaged or you know engaged in in actually having a conversation with them is just ask questions and ask follow up questions, and people really do like to talk about themselves and not so much you know from a selfish standpoint but just folks talk about what they know and they know themselves so they just they i let them talk and they think that we've had you know this great hour-long conversation and i probably said 10 words the entire thing yeah (laughs) and i'm like awesome you know it's like yeah great this is a great company i'm like "It, it totally was you know totally was i love it and it's just like okay wow like you know at, at the they they literally walk away thinking wow this person is just is such a great talker and it's like they did all the talking exactly. great everybody wins everybody wins that is another reason why i always say introverts are actually better positioned to be great at networking because we are great listeners because we ask lots of questions so we can not talk about ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, one of the, the greatest uh, relationships that I've, I've built like professionally and personally was with one of my former bosses. I mean, he's been uh, a mentor to me, a, a you know, friend, and obviously just a great boss, but a lot of that is was really just him talking, right? I, I learned, <laughs> and, and 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 it and it wasn't even me trying to like manipulate him or anything like that. It just I I realized early on that this 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 man has has a lot of experience, and not only that, he has, he has a lot of good stories. 
that he that he got from his experience, some good business stories and procurement stories. Because we were, I was, uh, I was in procurement for for my for the book of my career. So I would just ask questions about you know certain certain things, and you know, yeah, maybe we, we would get off on, on a on a tangent, but I got him to talking about his stories and things that happened to him growing up and. Right, I'm early in his career, and you know he, I can tell that he appreciated appreciated me asking questions because it shows that, you know, one I, I'm interested, but also that I'm actually listening to what he says, and right. asking them decent questions, decent follow up questions, and him and I came to this day we're like we're still good friends, like, he, and this man is like 31 years old, older than, than me, you know, and you know we're uh-huh. we're probably like. As opposite as you can imagine, like he was, he was born on the West Coast. I'm born on the East Coast. He's Italian. I'm, you know, I'm not Italian. He's, he's right. He's a, the most extroverted person you can probably imagine. I, I am probably one of the most introverted people you can imagine. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, but opposite to track now. Yeah, and but you know, he and and, and he realized also that I just I talk when I have something to say. I don't. I don't Right. I don't waste words. Right. I prefer to listen and I ask questions. And I think, I think he, or rather, I appreciate that he actually took the time to understand understand that about me, mm-hmm. and was kind of you know comfortable like leading a lot of those because again he has he has to talk, so it was easy for him to do it. But right, he would, he would lead those lead those discussions. Um, and again, we. To this day, like him and I keep in touch, and it's really just me. Oh, I love that. You know, asking him questions. Like I don't, I don't think there was any talk that we ever had where like I talked the bulk all of the time. That's like a mutually beneficial relationship. I, yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like sometimes uh, what a lot of extroverts don't really understand, I think, is that like when we're asking questions and we're listening. Not only does it take the attention away from us, and like it, it, it takes the attention away from talking about ourselves to other people, but it, at least for me, it takes the pressure off of my thoughts. Like because I spend all day long just thinking about things with myself and thinking about my situations and thinking about my life and talking to myself about everything, and. Being able to hear somebody else talk is an escape from my insane mind. Like, it is so nice to just not have to hear myself think for, like, what the length of a conversation. So I don't know how you feel about that. That makes all the sense in, in the world. I totally, I totally agree. <laughs> Why do you even ask? <laughs> you know, people talk, when people talk about having, like, a, you know, a stream of consciousness. I think injuries have like an ocean of consciousness. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna take my journaling practice from stream of consciousness journaling to ocean of journaling, ocean of consciousness journaling. Yeah. That is so accurate. Yes, and it's just like people don't know it because we don't we don't see everything that's that's on our mind. We just think it and like oh, that. How scary <laughs> would it be? <laughs> oh my, oh my god! If, if introverts said half. This shit that was on my like how about one percent? <laughs> yes, one percent. Like this this world, man. Listen, y'all couldn't y'all, y'all not ready for this. 
Oh my god! Literally, my mom. I think it was my mom the other day. I was like, "Do you ever wish that you could just like see what people are thinking?" I'm like, "I'm grateful every freaking day that they haven't invented anything of the sort." Because if you could see what I was thinking all day, I think I would be in a loony bin. <laughs> <laughs> you would not talk to me if you could see my thoughts. Trust me. It's, and it's not even that they're bad, it's just that there's a lot of them and they are like an avalanche all day long, one after the other. Oh my God, yes. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> it blows my mind that I can actually participate in any kind of conversation because of what is going through my brain at all times. <laughs> I'm like lost at sea. <laughs> yeah, but, but you're, you're, you're absolutely... Right, and it's 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 good to just be able to, at least for a little while, focus on just you know somebody, somebody else, somebody else. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like oh, like I I have a very vivid mind. I don't know about you, but like I like I'm now picturing myself lost at sea, and <laughs> um and like now I'm thinking like of other conversations as like somebody in like a rescue boat <laughs> like hey there's somebody else out here cool exactly like all that and all I gotta do is just hold on to this thing and, and you'll and you'll pull me pull me into safety that's all I gotta do just yeah just hang on <laughs> although I'm curious like on the flip side do you ever get just exhausted by listening to other people talk Yes, but <laughs> <laughs> like I like sleep, but like not for long. <laughs> yes, but I, like, but I think it comes back to like the whole like small talk and like pointless conversations. Like you, you know, it, right? I'm 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 good for an actual an actual conversation, and, and again, I always I always this um define a conversation as the exchange of relevant information between parties okay that's that's my definition of of a conversation um not relevant can be whatever but i don't i don't care about little timmy's salamander that he got Right. For his his birthday. Like, I I get it that it's important to you, and I'm sure it's important to Timmy's development somehow. I I just don't don't give a damn because it's it's, it's five o'clock and I'm hungry and I've been. (laughs) (laughs) Am I really going to starve for little Timmy's salamander that I'm never going to meet? Like, I don't think. No. <laughs> I, I, exactly. We just don't have the energy to stay there and like stay focused on just you know so many or or even a few just topics that just don't or aren't going to amount to anything. Like right, you know, and, and right, that's, like, right, not good. No, like having like an emotional reaction to something like that is like. Like that probably takes up like ten percent of my my stored battery energy. So like, like if I'm gonna have an emotional reaction, you better give me something worth having a reaction to. Correct. Correct. <laughs> better be worth ten percent of my battery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, and the thing is, you know, granted, a, a lot of us don't, you know, 
I'll be the first one to tell you, like, I, I'm not, I'm not a talker. I don't like right. talking. Again, it's, it's, I, I get it that we're on a podcast and we're talking, but don't let that be. <laughs> don't, 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 don't at me. All right. Don't say, well, Jay, you get a whole, you get a whole podcast. How you, what you mean you don't talk? Listen, after, after this episode, I'm going to my room and I'm not coming out of my room until tomorrow morning. Right. Right. <laughs> but as much as we don't like to talk, like we, we actually do crave, in, in my opinion, Interesting conversations. Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. Interesting conversations. Like that that's the thing. It has to be interesting. And interesting can you know, that's up to whoever, but just your regular day to day activities that that's that's just not gonna cut it. So I feel like what you're saying is if you're gonna do small small talk, it, it's kind of awkward to like just jump into a conversation with somebody and like just like get right to the point like i feel like small talk is like sort of a social a social courtesy almost because like if i come into a conversation and it's like do you want to hear how horrible my day was without any like practicing it with like any kind of like like small talk and he was like no i really don't uh, <laughs> but like I feel like you can kind of cater your small talk to like the interest of the person that you're talking to. What do you mean? Like, I feel like, you know, if I see, if I see a friend of mine on the elevator on the way up to the office, like, and I know that, like, let's say I know that their interests are music maybe the small talk that I can make is, you know, oh, I actually went to a show this weekend. Like, you know, what did you do? So, like, I can make it work for what I know they'll be interested in in terms of small talk. But, like, I'm not going to see that same coworker and be like, hey, like, did you know that, like, uh, I went to the beach this weekend. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I feel like you can, <laughs> you can kind of make the small talk work for like the audience that you're having it with. I, 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 I think I see where you're going. Um, and yeah, I, I agree. Um, but that's the thing. Like you have to actually try to, you know, make it or, or make it fit to your audience. And I just, I don't know. That seems like a lot of work too. Like, okay, I don't know. I yeah. feel like, just just make your small talk interesting. How about that? <laughs> that yeah. Read the room. <laughs> Which incidentally introverts are actually very good at. Yeah. Yeah, usually. <laughs> usually. Usually. Sometimes I'm not so good at it. But I think a good way to like uh, you, you know what? How about instead of small talk, here's here's a better tip that I'm actually talking to myself right now, not the audience, because I'm, like, coaching myself right now through Elevator Small Talk the next time I'm in the office. Instead of making small talk about something that my audience may or may not care about, I can just ask them an open-ended question. There, I win. Yes. Abs yes. Absolutely. <laughs> then they get to choose the topic, and I don't bore everybody to tears and make them wish that they didn't get on the elevator with me. Um. 
<laughs> now, but now then, then I have to account for the fact maybe they want to talk about themselves so much that now they follow me to my desk. Then what do I do? That's a good question. <laughs> it's an introvert now. It's, it's a calculus. <laughs> I think what you have to do in that case is just tell them, listen, I, I got a meeting that I have to go to. Just like oh. start start walking away. Um, it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter where you go. Just 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 walk away. Oh my gosh! Do you ever make appointments with yourself, or is that just me? Well, I've I've made many uh, you know, sent out many uh, uh teams invite to myself. Like I had like I had. Oh my gosh. No, for an hour. <laughs> what was accomplished during the meeting? Uh, just a whole bunch of recharging. That, that's, yeah. all, that's, that's all I had to do. Like, oh yeah, I've I've definitely done that. I, I've I, I've scheduled meetings in reserve conference rooms. I love that. It, so do I. It just be me in there. I have a meeting with me, myself, and I. Yeah, like someone, someone poking alcohol. I'm just waiting for them. They're they're, they're on their way. <laughs> oh, they're here. Oh, I don't see that. Yeah. That's because they're in here in my head. Yeah, because like sometimes, like when you have to recharge, you have to recharge, right? Absolutely. And yeah, like just for me, there's just no no way around it. So I am I will absolutely schedule a meeting with myself. Oh my god, it's great! Like the second it hit twelve oh five at work, like put my busy light on. Like, do not disturb for the next hour. What are you doing? Oh, nothing. I mean, I mean, I mean, I have an appointment. Yeah, like there was. I had a coworker who, where she she kind of did the same thing, but she actually would just just take a nap. I love you know, that. She would she would reserve a room, you know, because we you know and we do get like you know fifteen minute breaks here and there. Yeah. Um, but I guess she would sometimes she would just take take a lunch break and just go in her room, turn the lights off. You know, it's one of those rooms where you know, there's just like no window, um, right? There's no door window. It's just it's just a <laughs> old room, so she just go in there, turn the lights off, and just knock out. Oh my god, the way that I wish that I could nap like that during the day on command. Yeah. Are you a napper? Uh yes. I I appreciate a good nap. I have come to appreciate naps. I feel like it's gonna be my New Year's resolution is to learn how to nap. Yeah. <laughs> it is very refreshing. And the thing is, even even if you can't actually get to sleep, just you know, just laying somewhere and just not moving, just let, letting your body rest. I- if even if even if you can't actually fall asleep, just staying still and not moving like that helps. Ooh, so, I like that. That's a great tip. I I feel like for me, I used to like spend my lunch hours like doing like busy stuff and like something that's really helped me like just recharge and like refresh is like just spending my lunch break in the sun, like just not even listening to music sometimes, just kind of like chilling you know not getting not testing stuff off the list um because I, i'm able to be so much more productive when i go back inside yeah. so 
Maybe I'll take that to the next level and start napping. Yeah, just just you know, try it. You know, and again, just you know, if if you can if you can lay down somewhere, you know that that's great. But just you know, lay down somewhere. Just take it take take a deep breath and just chill. Just do nothing. You know, whether or not you fall asleep, don't like don't focus on trying to fall asleep. Just focus on not doing anything. You know, try to clear your mind or just you know think about happy thoughts. But I think the main thing is to just 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 rest. I love that. Wow, we are like reinventing stuff. No alcohol, nap during lunch. Like, who is this girl? Yes, we're like she's gonna be unrecognizable. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, these are all like activities that we did when we were like two years old. Like, we didn't we didn't drink alcohol. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna be such a happier. Maybe I'll have more battery to go out and socialize. Like Steph, you're you're so exciting. Nah, I'm just I'm just well rested. That's all. Yeah, or that. <laughs> <laughs> more battery to just be with myself. Think my ocean of thoughts. <laughs> oh yeah, nah, I, I can't I, believe we've I, been talking about introvert math for 55 minutes. It's awesome. It's it's a real thing. I love it. It is a real thing. I feel like we could have probably gone through so many more examples, but then again, we would be here for like three hours. Yeah, um, I'm not doing it. Yeah, no, I'm right. <laughs> getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my internal like hunger alarm is like going off. Um, so I guess we should probably wrap it up here and ask you guys. What are your examples of introvert math? Have you ever thought about introvert math? Is this the first time you've thought about it? Um, be sure to let us know your introvert math examples. And um, yeah, we want to hear all of them. Yes. So let us know. And in, in our, our Instagram account at thank you for the pod. You know, she's, she's... Oh, yeah. We're supposed to be growing that thing. Yes, we should be growing this thing. Don't worry. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. And next week, I think the next episode, you're going to tell me how we're going to grow it, right? Yes. I, I think I will uh, share, you know, how to, well, maybe not how. I, I don't want to come across as, as a teacher, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> because, again, I, there, are, there are so many uh, better people that are creating content than, than me that I've learned from. So, but yeah. How about this? How about I just ask you open-ended questions? There you go. <laughs> that, that'll work. Open-ended open uh, questions about content creation as an I like introvert. It. I'm all for it. This is how we plan our episode, guys. We just uh, talk on the podcast. We don't talk any other time. Just kidding. No, that's, that's actually accurate. Like, we plan our next <laughs> episode on the current episode. All right. Well, <laughs> Guys, I still have yet to learn what I'm supposed to say at the end of this. So do the thing. Like, rate, review. Say it to burn it. Yes. On behalf of Steph, I am Jay. And we both thank you for hanging out with us for a little while. We look forward to the next episode. And as Steph said, as I always say, stay introverted. And we'll catch you later. Peace. See ya.